Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of the AI Don't Understand podcast. Today, I'm going to be here with Dasioko and Saria. We're going to be discussing the subject of 3D models. Introduce yourselves. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Sorry, I'm yeah. stuck in a row. Um, hello, my name is Yoko. Uh, I've been doing 3D models for um, two or three years. I've been doing them from scratch for a year now. Hi, I'm Zero Two Zero Sarius, sentient assimilation robot intelligence automatica at your service. I've been doing 3D models for about two years. Started actually when COVID hit, so you have COVID to thank for Saria. Honestly, kind of the same. When COVID hit, I, uh, actually, I think I started just before COVID got real bad. Yeah, I did semi 3D models for a bit. I did a uh, Vroid, which is kind of like the lazy version, I guess. Um, unless you're someone like uh, Twin Tails or uh, AI Candy that actively makes them look not Vroid ish. But um, yeah, I made my first several models in there because it was free. And there's was... nothing wrong with Vroid. Honestly, yeah. it, it's at all, all things considered. It's just a pain in the ass to use it in Blender. Yeah. I generally like the idea of Vroid. I wish they weren't so extremely, um, oh, what's the word? Um, I wish they weren't so unoptimized, considering yes. how many different materials there are, how many vertices that you don't use that are just transparent. And other yeah. things considered. Um, mm -hmm. But the idea of it is really nice. Yeah. I think it gives a very uh, easy to learn tool for people to start VTubing. Um, I, was able actually, I was actually able to start my own business with it for a while on Fiverr. And actually made quite a lot of money selling Vroid models. Um, though. Fiverr is a very big pain to figure out when it comes to taxes. As you can imagine, because you they mean don't. Theft? What? You mean theft? <laughs> I don't get it. Taxation is theft. Oh, yeah. No, um. They don't give a W-2 or anything, or a W-10, so you have to actively go through all of your stuff and figure out how much it was by yourself. Right. And you know how it is. If you're off by one number, then the IRS will dislike you. Anyway, um, so what exactly is your guys' favorite thing about doing 3D models? This might be generally not liked as an answer, but I love UV unwrapping. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> a lot that's of, a good answer. I think a lot of people uh, 
think uh, UV unwrapping is very tedious, but I love to think about how to quote unquote cut it so you'll be able to put it in your UV space. Um, and I always love seeing my UVs nicely laid out and everything. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say the modeling portion mm -hmm. is my favorite. Like actually figuring out where everything's going to go and all that sort of thing? Yeah, like, like the vertices and then kind of sculpting the model a bit. Oh, hey, look. It's a small area. Yeah. A small area. I've got two computers, so if I want to show you guys stuff, I have to do it with this account. Cool. Because I have to connect. It's a whole process. But yeah, um... Really, the whole... Also, rigging is kind of nice, because you, like, it's, it, it kind of, like, brings everything together into nice, into one nice little package. Mm-hmm. It's pretty useful. I personally never enjoyed rigging because it doesn't, it doesn't want to work the way I want it to work. <laughs> I know what you mean. I struggle with cliffing way too many times, and, um... Yeah, it's just, um, as a perfectionist, it's just, oh, it's never good enough, honestly. It's such a struggle to get it right. What kind of bone structure do you use? Uh, I used to, oh god, I think the basic one that um, VRM gives you, like the VRM, okay. um, the VRM, oh god, <laughs> uh, add-on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely know what you're talking about. That, that one is okay. I've noticed, however, that if you add joints on the elbows or add bones for the elbows and the knees, it ends up working a lot better. Mm -hmm. As well as adding some for the hips. Yeah, because of um, how uh, it turns, it stretches out the hips. Yeah, it's <laughs> such a pain. Mm-hmm. Plus extra ones. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I do think I need to get more into how to actually do wave painting and um, when it comes to armature, how to set up things more. Uh, I think for the last year, I focused more on making it look good just by visuals, more than the practical sense of making a 3D model. That's fair. I'd be willing to help if you need any. I appreciate it. I, I, I spent way too much time rigging. <laughs> also, I think I should probably ask this because there are probably a few people listening. What exactly is, uh, what was it? Uh, UV unraveling? So, UP, U, sorry. <laughs> UV unwrapping is taking the mesh and basically cutting it. So, well, I say cutting, but, um, well, you can think in a sense, if you take a cube and you want it out flat, or you want to make, as an example, a paper cube, you have to um, cut it of a 
uh, out of a piece of paper. You have to cut it mm-hmm. out in a way of a T shape and then glue it together. Basically, what we're doing is the other way around. After we have the mesh, we cut it up and make it as flat as possible. So afterwards, we can use the UVs to make textures. Yeah, exactly what Yoko said. To kind of elaborate on it, it's kind of like taking a 3D object and laying it out on a 2D plane. Exactly. Interesting. And it helps you, like, apply textures to it. Oh, I think I... I think I know what you mean. It's like when you're in V-Roid editing the uh, texture of something, right? Like if you're to edit the texture of a face? Yes, exactly. If you're going into the texture, you should be able to see the UV that you're painting on. Oh, yes. The uh, the grid. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like that grid that you see. I can see why you enjoy that. That's a very fun part of it. I've also noticed that doing it on the uh, texture of the 2D plane tends to be sometimes much easier than trying to do it on the body itself because sometimes on the body itself it can lead to um, the what you're trying to do to sometimes be a bit um, uh, how would I say this um, kind of Hmm. It is kind of hard to Messed navigate up. when you do it in, in 3D space. It gets the kind pro- of distorted. The problem, the, yeah, the problem with drawing on a 3D space is next to drawing on a 2D plane is that you can't, you don't have a flat surface that you're working on. You have a 3D object. And mm-hmm. um, so. If you want to draw a straight line, that's not going to be possible purely just because it, it, um, well, you can make it work, but in the end, it ends up, yeah, crooked because it's not a flat surface. Well, there are yeah. some programs that make it work really well. For example, you have, um, Substance Painter, which is kind of the industry standard for making, like, textured uh, meshes. And also, yeah, yeah. There's also Quixel Mixer, which is free, and it's just as good. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And you don't have to go through a weird subscription plan. Uh, let's see. Do you have any fun stories about when you were learning to do 3D models? (laughs) <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of fun situations that you have when you're learning uh, 3D models because it's very frustrating. They're it's all going... anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all anger. <laughs> there's a lot that goes <laughs> wrong, a lot of troubleshooting, learning how to undo something that you messed up, and a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of tutorials, how to do specific things. Um, what about uh, something specifically fun about working on a model? Hmm. I suppose for, I guess, my most recent model, I added a whole bunch of, like, doodads and doohickeys. 
um, like all over my body. Since I'm a robot, I, I can basically add whatever kinds of fun musculature meshes that I want. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing that pretty recently. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything that is funny in a way, like funny, like something fun that happened during me making or learning 3D modeling. I think, um, I think my favorite story when I really messed up a model, like, and I don't even know how I managed to get to this point. That's just hilarious to look at it. Um, it's like, uh, Oh, one of my favorites is when messing up the shape keys because you're either deleting vertices or moving around stuff on the body, and oh. then you have you have a spike ball. Those Ouch. are my favorites. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> yeah, because then the vertices will just go in all kinds of directions, and it distorts the face completely, and yeah. it just looks like uh, a sea urchin, as an example. Oh my god, shape keys are such a pain. So, so for for everyone listening, shape keys, it's basically a mesh deformation that can happen after you move an armature. So if you move like a bone or a head bone somewhere else in the scene, then you can have um, some some shape keys altering the way the fa- the the face mesh looks. So so. If you have any new changes to the face after you make a shape key, it's going to look awful because yeah. the shape key doesn't automatically like take those changes into account. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's literally just a translation of one vertex from one spot to another spot. And if that vertex is out of the spot it's supposed to be, it will still move to the spot that it's assigned to go. But it, in afterwards, after it's been changed, it doesn't rake anymore. Yep. I have to say, um, something fun that I found was uh, when I found out that in Vroid, when you're editing the various different, uh, the various different parts of the body, like the neck, or the uh, length of the arms or something, I found out that you are able to, uh, instead of using the sliders, you can type in numbers, and you can do them to uh, ridiculous extremes. Um, For instance, I remember the first time that I found that out, I made their legs incredibly short and stubby, but then I made their arms incredibly long, and it made some sort of horrifying SCP abomination that was so incredibly funny that I actually fell out of my chair laughing. Oh, no. It's very fun to mess with that. Especially when you turn up the uh, uh, chest size super, super big, and the boobs just expand out, and then they just start moving on their own. I was going to say, that's my favorite part of 3D modeling, is when I just sculpt the titty. Mm. <laughs> okay, so, I had a question. It's... So, um, mm-hmm. question to um, Saria. So, I'm guessing, do you work with Blender? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I'm guessing you sculpt and then do remesh? 
Somewhat, um, I actually do have a base female mesh that I'll use for most, um, stuff, and then I'll kind of sculpt that to whatever, um, my commissionee wants. Um, but usually, yes, what I'll do is I'll, I'll it, it, it kind of depends on what I'm making. If I'm making, like, a solid object, I'll just start with, like, a cube and work from there. Um, and if it's, like, a hand or something like that, I'll also start with a cube. Just to kind of like sectionalize it in my brain, make sure I know where everything's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, but for most stuff, like bodies and stuff, sculpting, yeah, it's a pretty great. It's it's yeah. an incredible tool. I mm. use only box modeling for everything that I do, even faces. That's fair. That's mm -hmm. fair. It's a uh, so um, box modeling, as uh, sorry, just explain is uh, when you take basically a box and you model it add more details and um, model it to what it needs to be as an example a hand body whatever um, I always thought that sculpting something and then remeshing it or yeah remeshing it uh, I personally always felt like I'm losing time actually I have a tool for that called quad remesh that yeah I I've heard 150 bucks for. Uh, <laughs> and it's worth every penny. Oh yeah, I bet. I think oh I got God. to a point. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I got up to a point where I think I'm more comfortable um, just doing my what I do rather than uh, getting into a whole nother thing, which is sculpting. Yeah. Um, but I always, I always find it fascinating when people can sculpt. That's fair. It's it's it's. It's definitely interesting to sculpt something. Um, I usually use a mix of both sculpting and um, just regular mesh editing. Mm -hmm. That tends to work pretty well, especially for like um, organic structures, so stuff like trees or humans, humanoid figures. Mm -hmm. It'll work really, really well for that. But yeah, definitely regular mesh editing for everything else. It's yeah. just a nice smoothing process. So, are you guys self-taught or did you learn some of what you do from school? So, um, <laughs> oh, they so they the perfect moment. We're just waiting for each other to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One moment we decided. Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, so for me, it started with VR chat. I was making models for for that first. Uh, so no school there. Uh, it just started out, out as a hobby and. I just got really into it. As someone that has the struggle of starting ten thousands of hobbies that never stick to one, I felt Blender was the first thing that I could do every day, and I've been doing it every day for almost three years now. So, yeah, nice. it was, yeah, <laughs> it's been really nice. Uh, I'm glad I found it, and I would like to um, go to school for it now. Learn more about Blender. And things like, um, I, I would, 
the goal I would really enjoy to get into um, doing character models for games future in the future. For right now, I love what I'm doing, which is making models for VTubers. But I can't see myself do this for another 10 years. I don't think VTubers are going to be a thing for another 10 years. But what will definitely be a thing in 10 years is making games. I think you know, video games will always be a thing. That's true. And you know, it's honestly not too different. Like, you're still making a rig, and you're making a set of um, shape keys for the facial animations. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much all you need for, like, good game animation. Mm-hmm. I think the only difference is the program style I use, while uh, Blender and what what I use is Blender, and what it seems like is more uh, the usual in the game industry is Maya, and there's another program I forgot the name of it. Uh, 3ds Max. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a couple of them. I I honestly Blender Blender kind of used to be like even four years back it used to be like kind of like the hobbyist 3D programming. Um, or 3D modeling program. Mm -hmm. But recently, like, 2019 and up, it's it's actually as professional, if not better, than Maya and 3DS Max. Yeah, but it's still not seen as, like, the industries, like, you know, like, most industries won't accept you if you don't know Maya and... Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. It's honestly their loss. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing that I feel like I have is, uh, as you mentioned earlier, the substance painter. <laughs> um, I think I got really good at that one. <laughs> That's the only That's thing I've going for me. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, if you know Blender, the only thing that's left learning Maya or 3ds Max is just learning the interface. That's about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, I mean, all, all, all 3D programs are similar. They operate with vertices, edges, and faces. And that's, mm -hmm. that's your bread and butter right there. Yeah. There's something else I was going to say, but I forgot. That happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, uh... I don't know why, but Blender has always really, really confused me. There's a lot about Blender. And the one thing that the tutorials that you see on YouTube don't teach you is about the interface. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things, like, none of the tutorials teach you. Like, even, even, like, if you go to college, no one's teaching you about the interfaces of these 3D programs. Which is really weird, and, and there's no, like, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's really interesting to me that there's no actual, like, tutorial for these types of things. And it's, it's, it's kind of just like, oh, figure it out, you know? Mm -hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah. Well, I know what I'm doing now, making tutorials about the interface. <laughs> I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah. 
Um, what I think is very interesting is when people uh, try to get into character design in Blender and the first thing they do is the donut tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> the donut tutorial. It does get you somewhere. It doesn't get you near to the goal that you set yourself, which is character designing or character modeling. Um, whenever someone comes to me and asks, like, oh, hey, I'm struggling to get into Blender. Do you have any tips for me? I was like, yeah, what do you need most? And they were like, oh, I followed some tutorials, but I don't know where to go from now. I was like, what tutorials did you do? Oh, the always. donut one. It's always, always the donut, donut one. And I'm like, that is not your goal in Blender, is not to make an object, first of all. <laughs> and you're not trying to learn how to render. There's so many facets to Blender, and that's amazing. But you need to know where your goal is and work towards that. Uh, exactly. Finding tutorials about what you want to do um, and actually learn how to do those things. And not <laughs> I actually followed along with a stream from Oni Plays where he made a character in Blender. Mm -hmm. And it, it was way better than any of those like tutorial videos. It was just him kind of fucking around and making this weird looking like character doodad. And uh, it turned out really good. There's a few tutorials that I always um uh sent to people one is i think I, I would have to look it up but it's called uh it's it's a froggy character um making a frog in blender or something along the lines of that and i always recommend deco do you know deco i don't he does amazing um character tutorials and exactly what you would need to make a VTuber model or just a 3D model for, as an example, uh, VR chat or yeah, anything along the lines of that. There's a channel I just posted in the stream general there. Mm -hmm. um, Royal Skies, who makes like five, six minutes tutorials. And they're amazing. Um, like, there's, there's a whole bunch about Blender and rigging and stuff like that. Mm. And there's... He, he shows you so many cool tools about Blender. His videos are just amazing. Oh, I've seen him before. Yeah. I do enjoy his stuff, too. Yeah, he makes some, some good videos. Tico. Mm -hmm. I'm still very much at the point of waking up, so trying to think about things is a bit difficult at this moment. That's fair. You guys want to see my new gloves? <sighs> Froggy! Oh, that's so cute. I always They're... recommend these two videos. Mm. Those are some cute models. Let me show you guys my gloves. Ooh, okay. 
Nice. <laughs> you got these cool ass motion capture gloves. Oh, that must have cost a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> they're not cheap. But they're so nice. They literally came in yesterday. They look very nice. The motion on them is amazing. It really is. Hmm. It's only got six sensors on it, too. Only six? Yeah. So I'm guessing the hand itself and then each finger? Yeah, the wrist and then the fingers. Mm, makes sense. And then on the thumbs, too. I think and the I thumb think it... is a finger. <laughs> the thumb is actually an extension of the wrist. That That's weird. Interesting. Take that back. <laughs> yeah, technically it's not actually a finger. It's weird, right? It does feel like thumbs move differently than other fingers. What about a big toe, then? I think that's, that's a good question. I think, I don't know. I, I try not to focus on feet too much. <laughs> that's fair. So I, get, I get made fun of for it. I'll have I to think, model uh... feet on stream, and then my chat will be like, Yeah! Sorry's modeling feet. Send her feet pictures. Are... Are you the Rob Liefeld of modeling feet? No, I don't know who that is, and I also don't <laughs> model feet that often. It was one time. So, Rob Liefeld is a uh, comic book artist, mainly for Marvel and Image, who is well known for uh, not only creating Deadpool, but also having the inability to draw feet. Oh, wow. And also in the 90s, he was the one that started the these characters have way too many pouches craze. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Have you guys noticed how when doing 3D models, it seems like at a certain point, the chest, if it gets big enough, the bigger it gets, the more sentient boobs get. They start to move on their own. Sort of. If you... If you model them that way... Then they'll kind of do that. Yeah. Like, if they're big enough, what I'll do is I'll add two bones. So that there's more realistic motion in them. Mm-hmm. Um... But if they're not, like, super big, then one bone is fine. And that'll still get the jiggle point across. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. like, like purely talking in terms of, like, physics, breasts, jiggle. Yeah. I just had a horrible thought. What's that? What would happen if you put six bones in a single boob? It really depends what, what you did with it, or how, where, like, how you, how you position them. Mm -hmm. My voice modulator is not cooperating today. That happens. Yeah. Sometimes during streams, my voice mod decides to just turn itself off. 
That's it's fine. a bit of a pain. Yep. But it's whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's like six bones in one boob. It really depends where you put them. Yeah. But it probably wouldn't look good no matter what you did. Yeah, it would probably look pretty scary. I usually use three bones per titty. Um, it's what I prefer. Uh, I think anything above is way too much, while I already think yeah. three is a lot. I mean, that's certainly more than I use. I like how floppy you make your ears. <laughs> floppy ears. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I use five bones for the ears. Uh, I use one that is not weight painted, but basically is mm. the starting point of the ear. So um, it doesn't take it from the head as the starting point because then it starts to look odd or off. Uh, and then I have five bones for my ears. Though it really depends on what ears I'm doing. Since yours, as an example, mm. are much smaller than mine because... I'm a fanatic fox, I have massive ears. Um, I think I only used three or four for years. You go check. Mm -hmm. I think the more uh, bones you put in something, the more flowy it gets. Yeah. Yeah, usually for, for like hair, and ears, it, it'll it'll be a lot better for, like, if you have a whole bunch of bones for that. Just make sure you mm -hmm. name them properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not not you you as I mean you as in the audience. If you're if you're getting into character design, make sure you name your bones, please, for the love of God. I'm over here with skirt one point zero zero one two zero 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 twenty three or something. Mm -hmm. I know, right? It's just like, <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. or hair one hundred fifty five, and it's just like, oh god, I have to find this one strand of hair, but I forgot to name literally any of them. So you have to go bit by bit, hoping that this is this. And then even if you section them off, there still might be, like, a section of, like, 35 or something, so you have to go bit by bit, and it can be a real pain in the ass to do hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as long as you name it properly, mm -hmm. you should be good. Uh, have you guys accidentally ever had that thing where you load in two models at the same time, and it makes a horrible amorphous monstrosity? No. no. <laughs> it's it's awful. It's genuinely the worst. I hate it. I think whenever I load into models, it's very much what I want right now, you know? Like, I make that active decision to load into models. Well, it really depends. Are you, like, talking into the streaming site, like uh, VC Face as an example, or do you mean into the program? Yeah. Oh, into, like, uh, Unity. No, actually, that never was a problem. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that problem. But I'm not surprised. I hate Unity. Drag and drop-in does not work too well in Unity. I, Unity I, 
Unity truly is something that you will never understand. I constantly run into problems that I cannot solve. While I think I'm really good at troubleshooting things, I always manage to do it in Blender. I will never find a solution to do it in Unity, and I'm much more likely to just delete what I just did and restart. Which That's I, always what I have to do. It, it's so weird because I've never ran into a problem with a program like I have with Unity. Um, that's the whole reason why I've stopped doing any Unity work, aside yeah. from aside from doing VC phase uh, like setups. Um, yeah. I stopped. I I completely stopped doing VR, VR chat um, uploads ever since the 3.0 um, um, update came. Uh, I had to give up doing VR chat because I would sit there for three weeks and not figure out why I cannot get this model to work in VR chat. So I know what you mean. Also make it for me. Would you guys like to see a little sneak peek of my hand movement for my live 2D model coming out soon? Sure. It looks also really, really nice. Oh, Yoko, you might like Unreal Engine. I might, but it's it doesn't help with what I what I'm doing, honestly. Because <laughs> as a, because right now the only thing I'm doing is making um, commissions for VTubers. My probably I'll look into it in the future. Well, actually, there's a couple of tools that, that I've discovered recently that help extremely well with, like, setting somebody up in Unreal Engine for um, doing a VTuber um, or doing a, mo doing a VTuber model, right? Um, for example, uh, Owlcam, they're, they're, I think I'm affiliated with them, but I'm not sure. I have no idea. <laughs> By the way, I use I use their program, and it's incredibly well put together. Mm -hmm. Um, it it um it basically like directly sends data from one uh, mesh inside Unreal Engine straight into OBS. Hmm, that's interesting. It, it's super useful. Plus, Unreal Engine's workflow is just infinitely better than Unity. Because if you need to, like, re-import a model, or if you have any changes made to your model, you just hit re-import. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. It's, it's, it's an Im incredibly improved workflow. Plus, you can, like, make, for example, a, a starter project. Um and set up everything you need to in Unreal Engine, and then mm -hmm. just, just like, pre like copy and paste that project, and then import all of the specific models you're going to need for one person into, into that new project, zip that project, send it over to them, and it'll work. Hmm, that's interesting. I might look into it for my personal use, but I'll, I'll use it for commissions. That's fair. That's fair. I've actually got a server for it, if you're, if you're interested in joining. It's like kind of a support group for Unreal Engine and Unity and stuff. 
Yeah, I'd be down to join. When you set a support group, instead of a group that helps you out, I imagine it's like AAA, like you're, addict- you're addicted to Unreal Engine, and it's a support group trying to help you get over your <laughs> Unreal Addiction. <laughs> they did the 3D modeling, it's just like, alright, we, we gotta stop, you're done. Every day when I wake up, I hop onto Blender. Oh, that sounds like me, honestly. <laughs> Today I've I've gotten better. I haven't been on Blender for an entire week, and then everyone does like a nice little like clap. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like I I can imagine it when I am like going out to occasion, but when I'm home, I cannot imagine not t- touching Blender and doing something, even between making commissions and such. I am doing something, a project. Doing new bases for it. Like, do you remember the plushies that I did? Uh, doing something like this or making mm-hmm. assets or just something. I cannot imagine not doing anything while I'm home. <laughs> so maybe I am addicted. I know what you mean, though. It's, 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 it's hard to not pick up a project once you start doing it. Yeah. I also have mm-hmm. a million ideas. I really want to make a your character here sock pop like a sock sock hello how how do you say puppet not a sock puppet a a A sock sock puppet (laughs) yeah a sock puppet uh I kind of like sock puppet no I'm leaving bye (laughs) no No, but uh a sock puck god (laughs) (laughs) I've infected I'm sorry. Uh, a hand puppet. God. Uh, I really want to make a your character here a uh, hand puppet of like so people can use it as a joke. Even that'd be cool. next, yeah, even Ooh, next to their I'd like, like that. next to their as an example life to D model. Um, have the life to D model kind of just be an idol and use this, the hand puppet. Um to like move around and you can see like your arms sticking out on the bottom and it like it moves its mouth and i, I really like I'll, that yeah i have uh, ten thousands of ideas but not enough time i wish i don't have to sleep so i could just make models all the time <laughs> fair yeah right insomnia would be a godsend if it wouldn't harm you perhaps <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I made this model recently. I still really like. like... I'd like to see some of your work. Um... Oh, she's. You've already seen it. She's my 3D model mom. Oh, gotcha. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see more. Um. I Ooh, shall. This could be a great opportunity for you to plug yourself for your upcoming debut. Ah! <laughs> so, oh. yeah, I'm debuting. Okay, let me see if I can find my model. Um, You know what? Let me set up. Hold on. I'll be right back. I'm driving my iPhone so I can show you my model in VC Phase. Oh, hell yeah. All right, one second. God. Um, 
put that there. Grab this. Sorry, this is going to take a second. I have to tape my iPhone down. <laughs> And oh, cute! Yeah, I'm really happy with how mine turned out. You can see the little clouds in her eyes moving. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. Something's wrong with my tracking, though. Maybe cameras. Maybe the update hit you. No, <laughs> not the update. The iPhone fifteen point five update is genuinely the worst thing that could ever happen to a VTuber. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just refuse to update my iPhone. Yeah. I have my, I'm, once they fix it and I update, I'm going to turn updates off so I could just keep that. I well, wish I had done that earlier, but I, for some reason, thought that I already had them off. And I did not. Mine's just got a constant notification on it. It's like, hey, you need to update your iPhone. No. Why would I do that? Every single update, you just make it worse. Is that a custom cursor? That's so cool. He is a little, uh, stingy. Nice. Can I hug it? I mean, if you want to go in the way of, uh, Steve Irwin. I hear that was actually just incredibly bad luck and that they usually don't do that. Hey, it's Lyra. <laughs> I'm liar now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really enjoyed this one. Uh, this one doesn't have iPhone tracking, but it's just so small. Cool. Oh, it's cute. Yeah, I love small. it a lot. Um, I think oh, this your one model looks amazing now. This one doesn't have face tracking right now. But it's Ash. I really enjoyed doing this one a lot. Um, I'm trying to find a specific one, but I don't seem to find it. Oh, it's this one. Uh, I think this is the best iPhone tracking I've done so far. She is so expressive. Um, wow. Yeah, like... Just got stuck oh on no! That. <laughs> my iPhone just gave me the. Uh, oh, my battery is dying. <laughs> right at the perfect moment. Yeah, um, I think this is this is one of my more recent ones that I've done, um, and I really enjoy the face tracking. I think with each one I make, I I get better, um, which is really nice. Yeah, that's definitely the way to look at it. Mm. 
So yeah, this is some of my recent right. This one, you may that I just had open. Yeah, this one just <laughs> the iPhone tracking just doesn't reek on this one. That's fair. Yeah, floppy ears. So yeah, it's my reek. <laughs> Very cute. I think I've only got this one that I have set up. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Ah. I really like this one. Yeah. Happy as OBS virtual camera. That's the most recent model, right? Yeah. It's very nice. How do you and do it. your shape keys? Um, it's it's just the AR kit shape keys. Um, where I can I can like blink and stuff like that, and then my mouth affects the peak meters on the side of my head. Hmm. Just a bit. I need to change it up a bit. It doesn't actually react to sound. It reacts to my mouth movements. So I can grin. That's crazy. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And then I can change clothing. I just have to make sure I put on clothes before I take them off. <clears throat> uh-huh. Consciously remember every time someone asks me to change my outfit. How come you don't have to toggle to switch from one to the other instead of having basically to toggle one off and then the other on? I could set it up like that. I um but for most of or, or for at least like those like parts of my outfit, like my jacket, those are just toggles because um I can like mix and match. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, let's see. <laughs> hey, no, I'm over here. Uh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. See, I knew it was going to do it eventually. <laughs> Is that organs well, inside? Yeah, those are my in insides. That's really cool. I'll try and give you a better... I appreciate talking to you guys, but Thanks unfortunately, you. I do have to end this here. I have mm -hmm. to start getting ready for work. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's been very fun, though. Yeah. It's nice to meet you, I honestly, Yoko. uh... Oh, sorry. What? Oh, it was nice to meet you, Yoko. Yeah, it was nice to meet you, too. It's nice yeah, to meet you, Lyra. <laughs> Yes, it's nice, it's to, meet nice you, to meet you, Mother. 
<laughs> Mommy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just like I refuse. Have <laughs> you call me that? Mother. Um. Mamaroni and cheese. Mm. And then I also got this one. This model over here. Like, I, 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 every model that I do that doesn't really have a face just brings me so much joy. Because I don't have to set up shape keys. Mm hmm. <coughs> Oops. Oh, it seems that you're coughing. Here, I can help with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, it's been a lot of fun. I'm going to uh, stop recording here. Um, well, soon-ish. Uh, before I do, um, plug yourselves. Tell us where we can watch you guys. Um, my Twitter is called at that Um and my well you find me on most uh, uh social media as dasyoko sadly dasyoko was taken on twitter <laughs> um yeah. but yeah i'll be streaming on twitch hopefully next month almost every day i still have to figure out quite the schedule that i want to do but i'll be streaming my work but yeah that's it thank you and you can find me on Twitch at zero to zero underscore Saria, and I think the same thing on Twitter. Yep. Usually zero to zero underscore Saria or some variation of that. Sometimes it's Saria zero to zero because things don't like numbers at the front. Fair. Unicorn my ass. Anyway, uh, have a wonderful day, Lyra. Mm -hmm. yeah. I hope you guys have a lovely day. Uh, Me too. Listeners, thank you for listening. I hope you guys look forward to episode four, which is most likely going to be Thursday, released by the end of Thursday or beginning of Friday, and it is going to be on the topic of angels, hopefully. Anyway. Uh, hope everyone has a lovely day, and thank you for joining us. Goodbye. <coughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.